no, 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 no. November 6th and welcome to the Apochley podcast and today I don't know what to say Um, it's a great day today, 44 degrees, the sun is out, uh, it's not cold, you know, um, the sky looks clear, it doesn't look very, uh, dirty today, um, so I guess we're off to a good start, and I actually have a orthodontist appointment today so I can finally get my braces fixed um, but it is crazy see- the, seeing the slow progression in my teeth um, even though it seems like one side is being more affected than the other side and I attribute that to the lazy motherfucking assistant who uh, wasn't really paying attention during um, these areas that seem to be needing extra attention uh, when, when when they're doing it because basically what they do is they uh, polish your tooth right they clean it real good and then they put like some cement on it and then they put like the metal over the cement right and then um and then they put the uh the metal string through it you know so uh there's a process to it and i think if you slack off uh, any one of those uh important uh you know factors you know it's gonna it's gonna impact the effectiveness of the braces so um, I'm a, a little disappointed, you know, with my very first visit. Um, like I was saying, you know, I kind of wish I shopped around a little bit more before I um, made the t- decision to do that. You know, it was kind of, you know, I don't know, impulsive, but it's something I've always wanted to do. And, you know, I think especially when you're in a depressed state, you um, it's important to do those kind of things because, um, you know, I've noticed, you know, I, I don't want to see like hairdressers or barbers uh, when I'm depressed because I know it's going to be, you know, uh, 20 to four, an hour, you know, depending on the barber um, or hairdresser um, minutes cut my hair and I quite frankly don't want to speak to someone for 
that long when I'm in that uh, type of mood. So, um, you know, I, I prolong those, those kind of things. But uh, when I actually do them, you know, when I when I feel like shit, but I go get a haircut. Uh, when I feel like shit, but I, uh, you know, go work out or when I feel like shit and uh, go do, you know, go do something to make me, uh, to improve my health, to improve my life, to improve my uh, social factor, you know, like uh, braces, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a big thing, you know, it's not, um, it's not something that you would take very, uh, you, you know, it's, a, it's a, at least a two year commitment, you know, and, and you have to consider, um, the additional time with the, um, so you put the braces on and after you have a retainer and, uh, that, that from what I heard is more dedication than the actual, um, braces part itself, you know, and, uh, the weird thing is, so, they put some, uh, things on the back of my teeth, uh, like, um, cause I had a p- particular overbite, and, um, I don't know if that was, <laughs> what, it, but anyways, um, so what they were doing was they, uh, put these blue things on the back, you know, so I had to bite down on them, you know, and it kind of forced my jaw into a different position, so I don't know if you guys noticed it, I, I kind of noticed it, but um, I've been speaking with more of a lisp, you know, and uh, also, yeah, basically uh, not, not being able to speak clear, clearly all the way, and uh, you have that, I, I feel like I'm Gretchen from Recess. You know, uh, if, if you guys have ever watched that cartoon, um, you know, when, when whenever there's a, a person with uh, a, a cartoon person with uh, braces on uh, cartoons, you know, they're always portrayed as having a lisp, you know, and, and I kind of see that with my, you know, even though it's kind of exaggerated in the cartoon world, you know, it's kind of funny to me just, uh, um, listening to myself throughout the day, uh, making these, uh, making these, uh, speaking like a Spaniard, you know what I'm saying, um, but yeah, I don't know. I uh, had a thought this morning. I posted it on Facebook. I, I, uh, there was this news article saying that there was particular... Who was the article? It was uh, South China News or something. And they are saying that there's uh, particular markets where there's going to be a recession. You know, it's not going to be a recession nationwide. But there's some hints that there's going to be some markets. You know, I didn't get the chance to read it all because I was kind of in a hurry. But... Um, that was the the header. I didn't read the article, if I'm being honest. So, um, but I shared that, and you know, and, and it reminded me of. Um, it reminded me me of uh, when I was working in.
fuck, I almost saw an accident from, uh, because color scaping and sprinkler winterization. So color scaping was being an asshole driver pulling this, uh, looks like a sprinkler waterization thing. I don't know. It looks like a, he's hauling it though. So it's a pretty big thing, heavy thing. And he almost caused an accident just for being in a fucking hurry and not helping someone out. Uh, but anyways, back to the story. So yeah, back in, back in middle school. No, I mean, sorry, I lost my train of thought. So, uh, Back in 08, during the last recession, right, um, it hit the uh, construction market very hard. And, you know, at that time, it wasn't easy for my dad to find find work, you know. And and, uh, he was actually lucky because he had so many years of experience that he uh, was able to find a lot of jobs, gigs, like, uh, in between. Um, but never like a full-time gig that, uh, could sustain our family, you know, during the recession comfortably, you know, and at that time I actually had to get a job myself, um, while I was still in high school, you know, so, um, in hindsight, you know, in hindsight, I kind of regret it. I wish I, uh, focused more on school and, uh, less about my, uh, financial circumstances but you know I, I, I was tired of uh, not having money not having uh, the, sh- the clothing the shoes that I wanted uh, to wear and uh, uh, once I finally got a job I was finally able to afford all, the, all these things that I thought were uh, necessary for uh, for a great For a great time in life, sorry, I was just checking out this guy. I thought he was gonna fight through the color escaping guy. Uh, but you know, now I kind of understand that you know, uh, money doesn't bring um, happiness, materials don't bring happiness, you know, uh, directly. You know, for me, you know, what uh, money will bring is a sense of relief. it will take the weight and burden off the uh, off my shoulders. I, I just want to feel what it's like to not have to worry uh, about you know how I'm gonna make rent, uh, how I'm gonna uh, be able to afford my next you know uh, car, shit like that. You know I don't want to have to worry about it. You know I want to ha- have a good amount of money to sit on, where if I need to take a month or two off. You know, I can, you know, if I need to, I can, you know, I'm not, haven't really been in the position to have time off, you know, ever since I had that very first, uh, um, job back in, uh, high school, you know, it's always been, um, 40 to 50 hour work weeks, uh, nonstop, you know, with a few vacations in between. Um, in fact, I had the work hard mindset mind state so imprinted in my mind that 
I held back on taking time off from uh, at work because you know I didn't want to get fired. I didn't want to look bad, you know. And, and this is when I was mate. I was working at these uh, demeaning jobs, you know, for nine fifty, ten dollars an hour, eleven dollars an hour at you know these call center places. And uh, you know, I'm I I just want something better and you know I, I I don't feel like I got the fairest shake but you know I also feel like I I didn't do the best thing for myself and you know there's a lot of uh, people who blame you know I can blame blame my parents for not uh, drilling it into me I can blame my uh, family for not uh, be, having that culture to you know push me through uh, and educate myself you know I can blame my friends for for being um, bad influences uh, especially um, the ones that were discouraging when I was going in a path of positivity you know you always have those people in your life who see you doing good see you doing going in a positive direction and and in contrast they're doing shitty you know and and they want to take take away from you they want to take your energy you know and and that's happened to me uh, plenty of times and uh you know a lot of times i feel for it hook line and sink and um What the hell? So this person in front of me was driving so slow for the longest time, and uh, they finally did a U-turn and went back. And there was li- there's literally like about 20 cars, uh, no joking, a space between um, them and the next car. And in the other lane, it's packed because they're all trying to get on the, the freeway. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's kind of funny because, um, I live so close to my job, but, you know, and I get to work around the same time that everyone else does who lives a lot far away. Um, well, I mean, it takes me the same amount of time, you know, because they live close to the freeway. They just get on the freeway. And they're where they need to be, right? Um, in a couple of minutes, you know, 10, 15 minutes. I uh, live pretty far away from the freeway, you know, and, and there's no connection between my suburb directly to the freeway that leads to my work. So on a good day, you know, it literally takes me 10 to 13 minutes. You know, you guys seen some of these um, podcasts on my way to work where it's but uh you know 10 13 minute drive when i wake up extra early when there's no traffic or when i'm extra late and there's no traffic you know but if i go at the exact time that i need to go or a little bit before a little bit after you know there's traffic all the time because all these broke ass people in my neighborhood you know they all have jobs there's not really many people in retirement you know and, and these people who live in these upper middle class east side communities you know a lot of them are empty houses or uh, retired people, uh, Airbnb houses, you and you know, um, there's not a lot of 
traffic going in and out, you know, and, and here in the, the suburbs where you have all the poor people, all the Mexicans, all the Chinese, all the Vietnam, Vietnamese, all the Cambodians, you know, all the all, all my Asian niggas, all my Africans, uh, all my Tongan niggas, all my Samoan niggas, you know, out here in the hood, out here in the Westville. And uh, I apologize for using the N-word. I forgot we're supposed to be politically correct. Um, but I kind of was raised in that environment, you know, all through uh, school, throughout elementary, uh, all the way up to, until high school. It was always uh, nigga this, nigga that, nigga can I borrow your shoes, nigga can I borrow a pencil, you know. And um, and then when the iPod came out, it was nigga can I borrow your iPod for the whole day. Um, so I do apologize if that offends you, but I'm a product of my environment. Um, but yeah, kind of crazy. And I think I, did I finish my story at the beginning? Well, no, I, I guess I went off in a ramble, but, you know, it's kind of shitty to think about when, when that happened in OA, because people were really struggling to make food, you know, money in hindsight. Um, and I got lucky because, you know, I was a, a beast and I had a lot of skills and I learned quick. I was a natural genius. And, um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, I, I was always, I was always able to find an, an, some sort of work, uh, whether it was in construction, you know, um, or a call center job or a cashier job, you know, I always managed to find something, um, even though I took it for granted, you know, because it kind of just, every every time I tried to do something, I tried my best, I tried hard, and, you know, I, I, I don't understand how people put in 20, 30 applications and, and don't ever get a job, you know, and I've had it hard times, you know, when I've had to apply, you know, but I, 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 uh, it was very selective at, at what I would uh, apply to. But anyways, the point I was trying to get at is this lady, or the story I was trying to, to tell was, um, so at the time, I was getting off school, you know, at 2, whatever it was, and I, I even had a work release at my third, fourth period, um, so I only had three periods or whatever, and uh, I would go home, like, at 1 o'clock, and I would be fucking tired. Uh, because I didn't get enough sleep because I was working the night before. Um, so I would take a nap for like one hour or two hours sometimes. Um, wake up at 3, you know, and go into my shift around 3.30, all the way till 10, you know. And uh, I was the designated closer. I always had to stay with the supervisor and, and make sure uh, uh, the store was closed, you know. So sometimes... Um, I would be there till 10, 30, 11, depending on, on if they needed to do anything afterwards. And uh, I was always scheduled half an hour more than anyone else. Everyone else was scheduled, I remember it quite clearly, for uh, seven hours. And I was scheduled for seven for eight hours, but I had a mandatory 30-minute lunch. And uh, everyone else, because I was underage, and everyone else had the option to to uh, not take a lunch and work through their lunch. And uh, that resulted in me being scheduled for half an hour more than everyone else. Which, uh, if you do the math, of 
the of what 30 minutes is while you're getting taxed um, so at minimum wage so you're getting seven dollars and 25 cents an hour uh, half of that right 350 uh, plus 12 you know 362 whatever you know uh, she literally let's just say 350 right so she literally fought management she literally was upset to the point of like uh, being red and crying you know she didn't do this in front of me but I realized what was going on and I saw it you know uh, I saw what was going on um, from a distance because uh, she asked the manager to uh, have a meeting and uh, I overheard it's not a big it's not a big uh, grocery store and um, it was just so I don't know surreal to me you know because um At the time, I was like, you can have it, you know, I want fucking more free time, you know, I, 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 uh, I still was a child, you know, I, I didn't want to work, you know, and I kind of, at the time, I, I kind of was required to work, um, once I started working, you know, it was kind of, uh, I couldn't stop, you know, and I, and I should have, I should have just stayed in school and focused on, on going to college, but I didn't, you know, and, uh, it is what it is, but, you know, th- that gave me the experience I have today and put me in the position I am today where I literally have two or three recruiters reaching out for uh, what would have been my dream job 10 years ago, um, you know, on a daily basis. And, you know, um, I, I'm happy to say that because I've hit that point where I'm able to do something I'm good at. Regard, you know, I, 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 I was always humble before, but I know I have the capabilities and skills. A lot of people don't know, and I quick, I learn very quickly, and 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 I give them my all. And 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 to add, add to it all, I'm very good at customer service, and I study a lot on all those topics, you know. And uh, I'm, I'm big on psychology you know, and, and how that plays into customer service. And, um, whatnot. So, um, you know, I always get very good reviews, you know, when, when, as far as, uh, my customer service reviews and, and, uh, working through issues and I always get a lot of kudos call, call outs and whatnot. Um, but you know, it's, it's great. You know, I, I love it. Um, I love doing a good job. I, I love, you know, uh, doing what I do but you know I think at this point it's time for me to evolve I know I'm not never gonna grow if I stay in this niche and it's no longer my dream job you know it's not no longer something I'm happy to do on a day-to-day basis um so you know and it's it's uh as I see this guy walking out of his car we just got here it's funny because uh uh, there's this character on Drake and Josh who he, he has the same name and they looked exactly alike. Um, but he actually came out to me and, and asked me to, for help uh, finding him a gig in this industry, you know. And, and that I always love when people come and do that because no one ever did that to me. You know, I always had to ask people, I always had to reach out. And uh, there's a lot of times I got rejected. You know, there's this guy named Chazen, I don't care. He. he he uh, unfriended me on Facebook as soon as I left the company. So it just goes to show you, you know, you think you're friends with someone for so many years because you work with them. As soon as you, they no longer have to deal with you, 
uh, in their life, they're happy to just delete you out of their Facebook. You know, it's it's not a big deal. It's just like uh, uh, it just goes to show you that not a lot of people are real. You know, and, it, and it's not like I'm butthurt because I got deleted off Facebook. I'm more surprised that people are that pity, you know, or people hate you that much to do that, you know. And uh, I'll admit it, I've blocked some people, um, but that's because I've had actual um, res- rationalization to do so. Uh, not because, you know, I no- just no longer um, want to be friends with them and I no longer have to deal with them. And, um, you know, because there's people in my life who have deleted me, right? Like that person, for example. But we never had any bad qualms. You know, we uh, remember one time he came to bodyguard for one of my our parties, you know, and I was the only one trying to uh, kick it with him, to be chill with him. You know, otherwise, uh, I didn't invite him to do that. He just came on his own will, and he was just standing around, you know, doing nothing. And uh, I guess his rationality was he's trying to help uh, his other friends who were part of the party. But, um, you know, I went up to him, and I chilled. I partied with him, you know, when I could have went and enjoyed the festivities with everyone else. And, uh, you know, um, we never had any bad talks or anything. I always respected him. But as soon as he didn't have to deal with me, he deleted me. Um, And that, to me, just says our whole relationship before that was just fake. You know, and that's a lot of people, you know. So I I just uh, choose my friends wisely, you know. But but that, you know, I take a lot what I'm doing for now for granted. I I just know that there's something better for me. But I'm I'm, I'm going off now. Um, Anyways, talk to you guys later. Uh, thank you for listening to the Apostoli podcast today, and I hope you have a great day, and please continue to like, subscribe, tell your friends, and let me know if you have any interesting ideas for uh, for a vlog in Utah. Have a nice day. Bye.